Hello, uh, back again with another Voice of X podcast. Uh, sorry for the delay. I know it's been, I don't know, roughly a week since the last podcast, but it's just been, uh, it's been busy. Um, you know, a lot of work, been pretty slammed. And I actually made a podcast a couple of days ago, but um, it just didn't turn out the way as well as I wanted. And to be honest, I was getting ready to, to put it up uh, yesterday and just decided I wanted to talk about something a little different. Actually, over the next couple of podcasts, um, there's a couple of things I, I wanted to talk about today that have uh, kind of just kind of come to my mind lately. Um, and one of those first things is this idea of safety. And I think this kind of came to me after listening to a Prager U um, a fireside chat, you know, Dennis Prager's fireside chat. This idea of safety. Um, w- w- we live in a world that really seems to constantly be seeking safety anymore. Uh, just very risk averse. Nobody wants to take risks anymore. Everything's about being safe, safety, 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 and passing laws to make everybody be safe all the time. You know, I mean, you look at people with their kids and can't let their kids climb trees or go out. Oh, they might skin their knees doing something or, or I mean, they don't even walk to school anymore. I mean, when I was a kid, we had to get to school early. Uh, to get a good spot on the bike rack because so many kids rode their bikes and literally there were probably eight or nine rows of bike racks. Now, literally last time I went by school, there's like one. Um, they have to have a, a special walk to school day. And honestly, most of the parents drop their kids off at the corner to walk because there's this idea that there's just kidnappers lurking around every corner. And now don't get me wrong. I mean, kidnappings happen. It's a horrible thing. I have kids. I, I understand this, but um, the reality is that there's not kidnappers waiting around every corner. If you teach your kids, you know, don't take back alleyways, stay on the main roads, keep an eye on things, don't talk to strangers type thing. And chances are they're just not going to have a problem. Um, but parents are just way paranoid about it. I mean, and adults aren't any different. I mean, and this is where we get into laws, right? I mean, look, look at the seatbelt and helmet laws. Um, you know, motorcycle helmets. Look, I, 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 I'm, I'm not saying you shouldn't wear a seatbelt or when you drive a car or a helmet when you ride a motorcycle. I never would. Yes, I can ride a motorcycle. I would never hop on a motorcycle without a helmet. I, I drive my car. I wouldn't drive without a seatbelt on. They definitely uh, are life-saving devices, but I don't think it's government's responsibility to step in and say, you have to be safe. Um, I mean, there might be a, um, an argument made for maybe under 18 being required to wear seatbelts um, or helmets on a motorcycle. And I'm not saying I'm for that either, but that's that would be debatable. You know, they're not adults, but as adults, we get to choose our safety. I, I mean, you know, I don't know about where you're at, but here in California, but law enforcement officers are not required to wear a seatbelt when they drive because, you know, they, they may need to get out of their vehicle quickly. Um, in 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 line of, in the line of duty, uh, so they can they can they can decide that that cost to benefit ratio, so to speak, um, do an analysis on that. And say it's 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 you know say it's better for me to be able to get out of the vehicle quickly uh, to do my job than it is to wear a seatbelt uh, if I'm driving safely. I mean, beside the fact that we know that there were studies done. I mean, you can look this up. There was this is in Harvard Law and everything else. Um, that it, I'm not going to give the specifics now, but you can look it up yourself. That. Yeah, when seatbelt laws got passed, um, well, the number of fatalities went down because I'm not, again, not just being the seatbelts save lives, they absolutely do. But the number of accidents also went up because people had a tendency to drive more carelessly. They weren't as careful. 
um, because they felt that this seat belts afforded them a certain amount of safety and they could now be careless with their driving. But either way, I'm kind of getting off the topic there. Really, the reality is that I don't think government should be stepping in and saying you have to be safe. Um, I mean, look at look at when you go to the local amusement park or wherever there's yellow grippy tape on every step and watch your step watch your head here what's it because people are so well and this is mostly for litigation issues they don't want to get sued but people are so uh, just consumed by safety 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 and even in the midst of uh, i mean this current COVID-19, what they're calling you know what we would call the pandemic or plague or whatever you want to call it um People are freaking out about safety. Got to wear your mask. Got to stay six feet apart. Blah, blah, yada, 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 yada. Um, I mean, you know, the mask, they look, this, the, we've got talked about this before, the studies leading up to it. They, they don't, these surgical masks and the cotton masks, unless you're wearing a properly fitted N95 mask, they're just not doing you much good. Oh, but they stop droplets. We're, okay, but, you know, they don't stop micro droplets, all the jetting and everything else that's actually carrying the virus. They don't stop that. Neither does the shielding that you're putting in place all of these things especially all for disease that if you're under the age of 50 statistically you have a 100 survival rate now there is a small fraction of a percent that pass that die from this but so i'm not talking uh that the exact numbers i'm talking statistically statistically if you get COVID and you're under the age of 50 um you might have flu-like symptoms or mild symptoms or no symptoms at all uh, I just wouldn't worry about it. You're, you're going to survive it. I mean, there's a very small fraction of a percent that don't. If you're in that fraction of percent, yeah, it's 100% for you, but I wouldn't worry about it. Kids, we're not opening schools. I mean, ridiculous because we're worried about them spreading. I mean, look, they have a, st again, we're talking statistically speaking, 0% chance of contracting COVID. 0% chance of spreading COVID. It just doesn't happen. And we're seeing this in countries around the world and even other states where they have already opened up schools. Um, it's, it's just, it's, it's getting absolutely out of control. This idea of safety, 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 that we should live our lives without any risk that that's what it's all about. I mean, where I work, we actually have a, a director of safety. Uh, I, I, I mean, what do you do after you get take care of the big things? I mean, there's big things, obviously, that you want to do to keep people safe. And then you, to justify your job, you go to the next thing and the next thing. And you get smaller and smaller and smaller. So you're working out of the minutia of, of safety. And I mean, at what point is, is do you say, okay, enough is enough. We just can't go any further than this. I, I, I guess what I'm trying to say is I really believe that this idea of always looking for safety all the time breeds fear. Uh, it makes you afraid of everything because where am I not being safe? What's happening here? And you just get afraid of all the things that like, like what, the things we just talked about. And I'm going to tell you, I think the left has really capitalized on this, this idea of fear. Um, even the idea, uh, let's face it, the climate change. Um, again, Gavin Newsom, the, the debate, there is no more debate. It's, it's subtle science. No, it's not. The guy's an idiot sounding like that, you know. No, it's not. There is no, by the way, the science. There's just data. And then there's experts on both sides that look at this data, analyze it, and come up with what they think is happening. It's not settled that it's man-made climate change, whatever. But even that aside, AOC's come out and well, within 12 years, you know, the world's going to end. I mean, they've actually got people afraid that the world's going to end over climate change. I, I mean, which now is maybe a, a decade away. I mean, it's just it's just ridiculous. They've been saying this for, for decades, by the way. Um, this is nothing new. 
but they use this fear um, to get people riled up. And then when they think get enough people riled up, those people then bully everybody else who chooses not to live in fear. Look at the mask issue. I know a lot of people who don't agree with it. They think it's silly. They understand. They've looked at the data. Um, but they still wear one when they go in some place because people will bully them into submission. It's, it's, it's really getting kind of unrealistic, to tell you the honest truth. <clears throat> but, you know... But, but you know, you know what, what, what does the Bible say about fear? Well, I'll tell you. It says, don't be afraid. Uh, I mean, Isaiah 4, maybe just a few of these. I mean, you can go through the Bible and find tons of this, okay? But Isaiah, Isaiah 41, 10 says, fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Uh, you know, 1 John four eighteen. there is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear. For fear has to do with punishment, and whoever fears, they haven't been perfected in love. Uh, I mean, there's, there's, there's several. I'm looking at tons here and just trying to decide which one to read to you guys. Uh, I mean, Psalm 118.6, the Lord is on my side. I will not fear. Who? What can man do to me? Uh, I mean, Matthew 10.28, do not fear those who kill the body, but cannot kill the but, but cannot kill the soul. Rather, fear him who can destroy both the soul and the body in hell. I mean, talking about the Lord. Why are you afraid of man? The fear of man lays a snare, Proverbs said, but whoever trusts in the Lord is safe. You know, they, they just they go on and on. You don't need to be afraid. Okay, and, and the Bible's pretty clear on this. Um, that doesn't mean you're not, wise. I mean, look, don't go play on the freeway. One of the things I brought up earlier with your children, and, and I mean, granted, you're not going to let them climb 100 feet off the ground into a tree and kill themselves. We all know that kids, if left to their own devices, would fall off the roof or go play on the freeway. I'm not saying that. But a life of constant fear, you guys, has absolutely no reward. Look, the United States of America was built on courage. I, I, I mean, even the first pilgrims that came over here, fleeing religious persecution, we have this idea, and if you listen to my, my, my Thanksgiving podcast from last year, I recommend go back and listen to it, or going and watching the, the documentary called Monumental, um, you'll see that these weren't a bunch of old fuddy-duddies, a bunch of wimpy people coming over here. Like They kind of always portrayed like, oh, just see. They were brave. They were giving up everything they knew to do what they believe the Lord was calling them to do. The bottom line is, you gotta be brave if you ever expect any kind of reward in life. You know, President Reagan, he said, the future doesn't belong to the faint-hearted. It belongs to the brave. And this is true. All right, you can't give in to fear and you can't not take risk because without risk, there is no reward. And I'm speaking to you, especially from my own generation and older, who've lived long enough and are old enough to know better that without risk, there is no reward. Now, I'm not saying you should be forced into it, but I'm saying we should be free to decide what risks we want to take. It's like the mass thing. Look, I can look at the data. I can read all the data myself and decide what is right for me and for my family and act accordingly. Should I wear one? Should I not wear one? I choose not to wear one. I don't want to wear one. And you can do the same. And if you choose to wear one, so be it. But you see, what other people are doing is they're saying, 
I'm afraid, I'm in fear, so I'm also going to make the decision for you as well because I know better or because I think you should do it to keep other people safe. It's not your place to say. It's not your responsibility to do and you have no right to do it. We should be allowed to be as safe as we want to be. It doesn't mean anarchy. I'm not talking about anarchy. There is definitely responsibility. This is the, the at the heart of being conservative, right? That you're free to do whatever you want within certain boundaries. There is a standard at which we hold our society to. But how do we combat fear? Well, I, I mean, I'll be honest with you. Don't devote your life just to safety. Now, again, don't be stupid. All right, you're not doing stupid things. You're not jumping out of an airplane without a parachute. You're being smart. But, you know, without courage, uh, how can you go fight? How can you do anything? You won't achieve anything in life. Nothing. Because you'll, if safety and fear is all, your, 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 your life is wrapped around being safe and avoiding things that make you afraid, how are you ever going to do anything? anything without like i said before without risk there is no reward there can't be there can't be again like i said my safety should be in my hands the risk i take should be in my hands again i I, i'm not saying i should be given the right to needlessly risk other people's lives i know there's there's some of some people out there who are going to say well but you know the masks are meant not to protect you, but to protect others. But the data doesn't actually support that. At least not the data I've looked at. There is data. I've seen some opinions that do support that. But the facts and the data, especially all of that leading up to this politicized event we call the COVID-19 outbreak, they don't support that. They don't support that at all. Not to mention, even if they did, you're talking about a disease that has very low mortality rate for the average person. There are those that are high risk and they should be protected. But again, maybe those in nursing, ho- nursing homes but uh, and those with significant comorbidities. But when somebody goes through chemotherapy, they're, they're, their immune system is utterly destroyed. And the, the doctor doesn't send the health department to the neighborhood to say, Everybody has to social distance. Everybody has to wear masks. Everybody has to cater to this one person. No, they don't because they can't because it's not right. But what they do tell the person is what precautions to take. You know, don't go to those. Don't be in crowds. Don't go out in the ocean. Don't go to the restaurants. And that's the way it's going to be until this is done and over with. But what we're doing more and more is living in a society where people want to live in fear, constantly seek safety, and have now begun to force others to do the same thing so that they can feel safe and feel less fear. Don't listen to the left, people. And I'm going to say this, and I, I hate to say this because not all Democrats are like this, but don't listen to the Democratic, don't listen to the Democrats right now. And I'm saying that because that's that's the platform. That's, that's, that's the message, I should say, we're hearing from the Democratic Party. Okay? is this idea of fear and fear-mongering. Don't listen to them. Look, they're trying to promise you, especially in this upcoming election, they're trying to promise you reward without risk, and that does not exist. There is always, and I mean always, a price to pay. And that price, by the way, theirs will have a price as well. Their price is going to be your freedom. It's going to be your liberty. 
All right, they're, they're not even hiding their Marxism anymore. They didn't even. I mean, they still use the term socialist, but look, socialism is just those are the tools that push put you in Auschwitz. Okay, they're the tools that put you in the gulag. That's all socialism is. Lenin said the ultimate goal of socialism is communism. They're not even. They don't even hide it anymore. I mean. BLM, the founders of BLM, said, hey, I'm trained Marxist. You know, the, much of Antifa, they're, they're, they're proud Marxists. I mean, the, the, the top Portland mayoral candidate, she was wearing a skirt that had Che Guevara on it, Mao Zedong, and Stalin. They're not even hiding it anymore, folks. They're not even hiding it. If you vote for these people, you are voting for a Marxist, communist, atheist, agenda government look especially you in my own generation gen x you remember the soviet union maybe at the tail end of it but you remember it it truly was the evil empire it was horrific you probably can still find plenty of people around who lived in it i know several and they're absolutely flabbergasted at what they're seeing in our nation today Guys, we have a responsibility. I've said this before that voting is not just a right, it's a duty. You have a duty to conserve the United States of America as it was founded, period. Doesn't mean it doesn't get better over time. And we've gotten better. We eliminated slavery. We got rid of Jim Crow. This is the freest nation in the history of the world. We, we, we've had the oldest constitution I say that, just those of you who don't know, know, because most other countries constantly change their constitution to rewrite it. We've had the, con the, the longest standing unchanged constitution in the history of the world. The United States must stand. And if we allow the Marxist communists who've taken over the Democratic Party to succeed, it will be the end of the United States as we know it. So you remember that when you vote this November keep that in mind you remember that you're not voting just for a person you're voting for policies i know there's some of you who don't like maybe don't like trump's personality i didn't originally but i love it now i love the bombastic new york new york personality because i don't think anybody else could have handled the leftist marxists that have taken over the democratic party and fight dirty i don't think anybody else could have handled it his personality is exactly what's needed. But even if you don't like that personality still, he's pro-American, pro-manufacturing, pro-life, pro-gun, Second Amendment, everything, everything that this nation was founded on supports Christianity and the church. Guys, this November and this coming election, and not just this election, all right, this is moving forward from here out. It's time to change our state of mind and get back to what our country is about and it's time to choose freedom or tyranny because that is what we're looking at right now in the united states of america never thought i would see it but that that is what we're looking at you choose freedom or tyranny anyway i don't mean to leave you on a, such a down note but you got to step up and do your, your, your you got to do your duty you've got to do your duty this coming november guys and Moving forward from there, we can't fall asleep like we have the last 30 years. We can't. We've got to stay vigilant. We've got to always, always be keeping our finger on the pulse of the nation, making sure things are going straight and teaching our kids how to do that. That's about all the time I have today. If you don't already, um, 
subscribe to this podcast. Go over to Twitter and follow me. I'm at voice underscore of X. Post a lot of things there as well. A lot of news um, and uh, opinions and everything else. Uh, but until then, I, 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 I keep praying for our nation. I pray for you guys. I pray that God would bless you. And God bless America.